Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Benton. Hope you are doing well today. This is going to be an episode you might want to save and come back to, especially if you struggle to do the things that you know you need to do for your goals. And honestly, this is true of pretty much any goal. Whether we're talking about your goals to get out of debt or we're talking about your goals to improve your health, this is one that you might want to come back to. You might want to share it with your friend or your coworker who's shared the same struggle before. Because I know I have those moments where I need to get into action. In fact, I share with you guys that once five, six weeks ago, I had the stomach flu, I think for the first time in my life, and it was awful. Well, it hit my family again. Last time it was just me. This time it was me, it was Chris, it was Charlie, it was Roman. The only one who was spared, knock on wood, was Piper. And, you know, when you have a couple of days where you've just not been feeling well, it can be challenging to get back in the groove of your behaviors. Or maybe it's not an illness, but maybe you were out of town. We've got a vacation coming up and either staying on track while you're away or getting back on track afterwards. We need tools for that. And consider this episode one of those tools. So save it, share it with a friend. Before we get into the details of today's show, I want to share with you what we are giving away. It's going to be the same thing as I gave away last week, Fit 20, which is a protein powder that I love. You guys are used to me talking about the Amare GBX protein that I really love. They're actually reformulating that. So stock up. And in the meantime, if you are stocked up on that and you want to try something different while that one is being reformulated. They have another protein emerged with another company. This one is actually a whey isolate. I really love that. Super clean, 20 grams of protein, um, five grams of carbs, only one gram of sugar. Tastes really good. My kids love it. I was, I think it was on last week's episode. I shared that, you know, how my kids are young. My son is two, my twins are one. And sometimes they just go through days where they don't seem like they want to have any protein. But I also know that if they have those days where they're eating noodles and fruit, they tend to be crabbier and moodier because, as we all are, they're having blood sugar fluctuations. So I will give them protein smoothie. We call it a milkshake, but it's basically just protein powder and water and milk. They love it. I don't give them the whole thing. Roman will have half and then the twins will split the other half, although Roman would absolutely drink the whole thing. And I just feel really good knowing that I have that option and I use it myself. I also mix it up in Greek yogurt if I want to kick that up a little bit. Uh, And getting enough protein is so important. It's important for energy. It's important for building muscle. It's important for satiety and so many other things. It can be hard to find an option that d- isn't full of artificial flavors and artificial ingredients or full of sugar. So this is one that I love. We use in my house. I just stocked up again because Roman tore through it. I add it to the kids uh, protein or to the kids yogurt as well just to bump up the protein for them because I can almost always get them to eat yogurt. So I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. All you have to be all you have to do to be eligible to win is leave a review of this podcast on whatever platform you listen. Even if you've left a review before, you can leave a review of episode 1170 uh, or anything you know specific. So even if you think oh, I've already done that, no big deal. You can leave a review for every episode if you want to. I'll announce the winner at the end of the show, and I'll also link it up along with a discount code in the show description. All right. So when I was younger and dumber and less mature, I used to always think, and I mean always, maybe daily, think things like, 
I'll do better tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. I'll get it out of my system and I'll be better tomorrow. I'll work out tomorrow. I'll start the budget tomorrow. And it was always this idea that today was no big deal. I promise to do better tomorrow. And for me, that came up the most, but certainly not exclusively, it came up the most around eating and exercising. I absolutely did it with other things, but I had this idea that it was all okay because I could start tomorrow. And it made me feel better about something like binging or overeating or having alcohol that I said I wouldn't have because I can always start tomorrow. And in the context of just body weight, that felt pretty too true, like no big deal. I wasn't being honest with myself about the fact that I kept saying tomorrow, 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 but never today. But here's what that pattern of saying, I'll do better tomorrow, I'll start on Monday. Here's what that pattern overlooks. It overlooks the damage that we do today that we can't necessarily undo. We can undo weight gain. We can undo losses in muscle mass. We can undo losses of endurance. But there's a lot of damage that we can't undo. And I did an episode a year or so ago about this idea that you can't take miles off the car. And when I would say things to myself like, I'll start tomorrow. I'll do better on Monday. As soon as we get back from vacation or once this holiday is over, come this day and time, I'm going to get my butt in gear. It just completely overlooked the damage that I was doing to my body that I couldn't undo with the behavior that I was giving my per- myself permission to continue for one more day. There's a lot that I can't undo of being overweight for decades of burdening my body by overeating and making every cell in my body have to work harder because of it. And I don't say that to make you feel bad. I certainly don't say it to make myself feel bad because I can't go back in time, but we can do differently now. And the whole reason I want to talk about it is because I think a lot of us are still saying, I'll start tomorrow. And maybe saying it daily or weekly or monthly and having that as a pattern where we are not understanding the impact of the decisions that we make today. I wanted to come back to this message because I get a lot of emails and a lot of direct messages from people who are like, look, Elizabeth, I know what to do and I do it sometimes. Maybe I start off the day really strong, but then after a stressful day of work, I'm like, I don't even care. Screw it. I'll try again tomorrow. Or I said I was going to do well, and then I blew it at lunch, and I said, screw it. I'll try again tomorrow. That pattern needs to change. See, every time we sell ourselves on that pattern, We're choosing it again. We're strengthening it. We're making it more of an autopilot default reaction. But we are free to break that pattern any day, any time. We do not have to choose it one more time. You are not in any way beholden to that pattern or anchored to that pattern or limited to that pattern. 
I saw this, uh, it was a post from Annie Thoris' daughter. I think it was a, some sort of video she shared. If you've never heard that name before, Annie Thoris' daughter is a very prominent CrossFit athlete. She's a mom. She's pregnant with her second now. And she's super, super fit. Super fit. She's also a coach. And she has a real passion for helping people embrace their health. And she was saying, imagine this scenario. Imagine that you turn 18 years old and you're told, all right, you can have any car you want. You choose any car. It's yours. But it's the only car that you will have for the rest of your life. So that's the car you're going to be driving when you're 30 and when you're 40 and when you're 60 and when you're 70 and when you're 80 and when you're 90. If you don't have that car anymore, you just don't have a car. And you've got to figure out life without a car because it's the only car you get. You would probably treat that car a lot differently than if you operate knowing that you can always get another car. Like if something happens to this one, I can get another one. I can trade it in. I can upgrade to a new model. If the engine goes, no big deal. Hey, I probably needed a new car. And I'm sure you can imagine where she's going with this hypothetical. You only get one body. And so often we treat food and we treat exercise as though it's just aesthetic. It's just about how we look. It's just about if we gain weight or we lose weight, but it's not. Our bodies are these complex, amazing machines that while we're not even thinking about it, they're doing everything we need. They're taking the food that we eat and they're turning it into energy and our eyes are blinking and our heart is beating and, and all of the little musculature is moving fluid and blood throughout our entire body 24-7, whether you're awake or you're asleep, whether you're sick or you're well, it is our machine and only we can take care of it and you only get one. Yep, you can replace parts, you can get a new hip, you can get a new knee, you can replace parts, but this is it, this is all you get. And so as you say, I'll do better tomorrow, I'll start tomorrow, what you're saying is I can trash the machine today, but I promise I'll take better care of it tomorrow. Well, how many days are you going to give yourself permission to trash the machine before you think the machine is going to really serve up some big malfunctions? And again, this is not a beat you up message. This is not a scare you message, though if it scares you, maybe you need that perspective to stop telling yourself this story. And I'm I'm among you in that I did this for a very, very long time. And I, I even to this day have moments where I have to catch myself in telling this story as though... The choices I make have no impact on my body, the machine. You get one. Think about this. Think about this. What if there was like a little, a little window into your body where you could visibly see what is being done to your body according to your choices? Like what if you could see through this little window the sparks flying and the damage done by every moment of stress, by every incident of overeating? What if you could see how hard your body is working to keep up with your overeating or your excessive alcohol consumption or your excessive sugar consumption or your lack of sleep? What if you could see it? But why does it have to take that? Because you can't see it, but it's still happening. So I 
wore a blood sugar monitor for a while. And I talked about that here on the show because I was just curious about certain foods and certain activities. And I think I shared in my recap of that experience that one of the things that I really loved about it was that I felt like I could see the impact of certain things. If I went for a walk after a meal, I could see the benefit of that to my blood sugar and it made me want to walk more because I could see it. Or foods that I would consider healthy but like questionable, meaning you don't want to go overdo it, like Greek yogurt. I mean, we could put it in the realm of like healthier than less healthy, but at the same time, you don't really want to overdo it. You can't, you can overdo Greek yogurt more easily than you can overdo broccoli. And because I could see the impact, maybe a better example is, I think I gave this example when I did the episode, like putting some granola in your yogurt, like granola, it's oats, man, it's oats with sugar, it's buzz oats. And the impact on my blood sugar was so notable that it just made me easily say, nope, not doing it, right? Why does it take that? Because it is happening, even though you can't see it. It's no different than your car. If you don't change your oil every three to 5,000 miles, just because you don't see the damage doesn't mean there isn't damage. You get one, one. Why are we so careless? It's not like you get one car and, oh, there's a way to make do without a car and you can share a car with your spouse or you can take public transportation. This is your life. This is your life. And I don't think of it as a burden because the truth of the matter is that the better you take care of this machine that is your body, the better that you feel the more that is accessible to you, the more that you can do and enjoy. And there's such a strong link between physical health and emotional health. It's not a burden of like, oh gosh, yeah, it sucks. I got to care for this machine. It's I get to live so much more fully when I do than when I don't. Now, I think there are some people listening who are like, I get it, but I don't know what to do. Gosh, they fall back on that. There's so much conflicting information about health. And what I always say to that is, look, there's more that is agreed upon than there is not agreed upon. Meaning nobody is out there arguing that overeating and binge eating is good. Nobody is out there arguing that having sugar and artificial ingredients is healthy for you. So even if you're like, oh, is keto healthy? What about carnivore? What about counting macros? Don't get lost in those things. Focus on the big rocks first. The sugar, the alcohol, the excessive consumption, the sedentary lifestyle, the sleep, the stress. You can get one degree better. Here's the thing. A lot of folks feel like this means that they need to make some big overhaul, 180 degree change in your lifestyle. You don't and you probably shouldn't. Get one degree better. I did a consistency mini episode on this this concept. A listener named Marianne sent it to me. It's from Sam Parker, but it's also just fact. Uh, and it and it basically said water is hot at 211 degrees, heat it to 212 and it boils and it creates steam. And once you have steam, you can power a machine. So in this case, one degree changes everything. And it makes me think about when I was over 350 pounds 
how my one degree was a smaller fast food breakfast order. Instead of getting two fried breakfast entrees and hash browns and a Diet Coke, I was getting one fried breakfast entree and a Diet Coke and hash browns, which absolutely does not seem aligned with health, but it was one degree more aligned with health than having two breakfast entrees, right? And that one shift made me realize that I could make another tiny shift and another tiny shift. And the picture of my health 12 years later is vastly different than it was then. So this does not mean that all of a sudden you need to wake up tomorrow and you're somebody who only eats lean protein and vegetables and you walk, you know, five miles every day. That does not need to be the shift. But you do have to commit to getting a little bit better every single day. And you do have to divorce the story of I'll do better tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. It doesn't matter what you can do tomorrow. It matters what you'll do today. It doesn't matter the promise that you make for tomorrow. It matters the promise that you're willing to execute today. Break the habit of saying that you can do it later. I was talking to a consistency course client about this earlier today, and she has a habit with workouts of saying, like, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and then something gets in the way later. And I said, you've got to be willing to tell yourself a different story because you will always, always be able to convince yourself that you can do more later. But you get to choose to be somebody who instead of selling yourself that story, you are somebody who focuses on what you can do now. The five-minute walk you take now is better than the 30-minute walk you say you're going to do tomorrow. So if you can walk five minutes now, walk five minutes now. The healthy meal you eat today is way better than the promises of health that you make for tomorrow. Be somebody, practice becoming somebody who focuses on what you can do today. Start convincing yourself that you can leave tomorrow out of it. Tomorrow doesn't need to enter the equation. What am I willing to do today? Because you don't know if you're going to have tomorrow. You don't know what your body is going to demand of you tomorrow. You don't know what diagnosis is coming for you tomorrow. You don't know what your body is going to need to fight tomorrow. You don't know what your kids are going to need from you tomorrow. Be a today person. You don't have to be a perfect person. There isn't one out there. You don't have to overhaul all of your behaviors overnight. That probably won't stick. But be somebody who focuses on what you can and you will do today because you get one body and you cannot take miles off the car, but you can fix things and you can improve things and you can stop the damage in its tracks. And look, don't let this be a one and done episode. You might need to listen to this three times a day for a little while. You might need to listen to this every morning or every evening on your way home from work for a little while until it becomes your own thoughts. And it's not Elizabeth telling you something, but now it's the way that you think. You know, when I think about some of the ideas that have transformed me most in my life, I wonder what would happen if I had only exposed myself to them once. It's said that we need to hear things like eight times or more before they really stick. So don't let this, this message matters. This message is about your future. It's about my future. It's about your kid's future. So don't have it be something that's just in there once and then you're on to the next thing. You can't take miles off the car. 
the thing that you are willing to do today is infinitely more powerful. It's the only thing that exists. Whatever you plan to do tomorrow, that's not real. That doesn't exist. And we have to break the pattern of convincing ourselves of tomorrow because there is impact, lasting impact on our bodies and on our minds of the choices we make today. All right, before we go, I want to tell you who won the Fit 20. Again, I'll link it up. It's that whey isolate protein that uh, I use, give to my kids. I will link it up with a coupon code for it that gives you $10 off your first order in the show description. But the winner today is Carby18, K-A-R-B-I-E-1-8. Email me, Elizabeth at PrimalPotential.com, and email me within 60 days of this episode airing. Let me know that you are the winner for 1172. And most importantly, include your mailing address so that I can get it out to you. And if you guys are curious about it, if that's one of the one changes you're going to make to get some more protein in there, uh, check out the link in the show description. And you know the drill. I'll see you tomorrow.